0: Welcome to the podcast, Filled with His Love. I'm Russ Osgathorpe, your host. The other day, I ran across an article that intrigued me. I really liked this title, Secure Attachment and Self-Efficacy in Early Adolescence, the Mediating Role of Hope. I'm going to say that one more time. Secure Attachment and Self-Efficacy in Early Adolescence, the Mediating Role of Hope of hope. I like that it had all these things in it. We've been talking a lot about hope, and now it has secure attachment, self efficacy, and also hope, those three things. Well before I get into the article, I want to just recount with you a story that happened to me when a number of years ago when I was in the Ukraine and Poland. Each country at that time was transitioning from communist government to a more democratic government. We had a really enjoyable 19-year-old young Ukrainian woman who was our guide as we toured the city of Kyiv. At one point in the tour, we saw this shiny silver arch, a little bit, it looked like a little bit like um, the St. Louis arch, except it was not quite as steep or nearly as large as the St. Louis one, but similar in appearance. I asked her what this arch signified, and she said, Well, the Russians call it the Arch of Reunification. We call it, in the Ukraine, the Yoke. In other words, the Russians built the arch to symbolize the unity between the two countries. But the Ukrainians were not convinced. To them, it simply reminded them of the oppression of the past. One thing our guide said left a very deep impression on me. As we were kind of halfway through the tour, I was asking her about if she was planning to get married and everything. And she said, well, our country is still not stable. We have a new government, but most people don't trust it. Most young people don't want to get married because they don't have any confidence in the future. They don't know what tomorrow will bring. So they don't want to make any long-term like permanent decisions. In other words, the people had lost most of their hope in the future. Now back to this article about self-efficacy, secure attachment, and hope. While I was reading that article, I came across another one. And in this article, they were talking about the indicators of psychological health. And I might add, spiritual health. So they said that One of those indicators is the degree to which we look forward to future events. Are we hopeful that something positive will happen in the future? This is what I saw lacking during that interview a number of years ago with the Ukrainian guide. So, of course, Ukrainians have extreme difficulty with that right now. No one knows what the future will bring, so hopes are diminished in so many ways. Not long ago, I spoke with a young man who served a mission in the Ukraine. He told me how he had helped a family he met during his mission, how he helped them escape the war and find refuge with a family in Germany that he knew. A very happy story. There's so many stories like this, all in an effort to help those who are under siege of that horrible war find hope in the future. Now I want to discuss that article a little bit more. So we remember that self-efficacy is the confidence that one has that one can succeed in a given situation. So there's all types of social efficacy. And of course, this is a little different than self-esteem. Self-efficacy has to do with your belief that you can succeed in a situation. Self-esteem is more looking at how you see your worth as an individual. I like self-efficacy as a concept because I think it's very indicative of our way of going through life, the happiness that comes to us as we go through life. So one of those situations could be social. So they have a whole thing called social self-efficacy. And this is the degree of confidence that a person has to succeed in social situations. I remember when I was serving as a deacon's quorum advisor and I would go up to one of the deacons in my quorum and I would greet him and say hello and he would look at the floor. And I, and he would sometimes say hello or hi or whatever, but he would keep looking at the floor. And I so I learned that I needed to kind of help teach them that in a social situation like that, you need to look up. And so I would say to them, look up and look at me in the eye when you say hello. So social self-efficacy is a little bit what they were looking at in this study. Uh, they surveyed 353 adolescent young people and the study took place in Turkey, interestingly enough. So they assessed how secure their attachment was as a young child and their level of self-efficacy or in this particular case social self-efficacy and the amount of hope they held for the future. Now, the results showed that all variables hope, self-efficacy, and secure attachment, all interrelated positively. That means there were high correlations between each of these three independent variables. So having done research similar to this in my life, the level of the correlation, the uh, value of the correlation was quite uh, astounding to me. In other words, these three things, self-efficacy, secure attachment, and hope, really have high correlations with each other. In other words, one is indicative, one is predictive um, of another. We can't say totally predictive, but it's not a causal effect, but they really relate to each other. The authors of the article quoted some other researchers, and this was their conclusion about the same issue. Quote, if young people have mutually beneficial relations with the people and institutions of their social world they will be on the way to a hopeful future marked by positive contributions to self, family, community, and civil society. So to put that in simpler terms, if we have a secure attachment with our parents and other loved ones, if we have a high degree of self-efficacy, in other words, we believe we can succeed in certain situations, then we are automatically more hopeful about the future. When we look forward to a situation that we haven't encountered yet, we are more hopeful about that. Now, I want to switch for a moment to the Book of Mormon. In Moroni 7, we read, And what is it that we shall hope for? Behold, I say unto you, that ye shall have hope through the atonement of Christ and the power of his resurrection, to be raised unto life eternal. And this, because of your faith in him, according to the promise. So, in one very short verse, we learn that hope comes through Christ, but only if we have faith in Him and His atonement. The more faith we have in Him, the more hope we will have. Now listen to the next verse. Wherefore, if a man have faith, he must needs have hope. For without faith there cannot be any hope. Obviously, the authors of the study that I just recounted did not talk about spiritual matters in any way. They didn't talk about faith as a corollary of hope. But Mormon in the Book of Moroni teaches us this very clearly. Now, let me just give a very short quote from President Gordon B. Hinckley. He gave this talk in 1987 and was talking about how He felt the most important need in our church is to increase in faith. He said, Father, grant us faith to follow counsel in the little things that can mean so very much. Lord, increase our faith in one another and in ourselves and in our capacity to do good and great things. I like this because I actually think it relates to self efficacy very clearly. If we have faith in the Lord first, and trust in His redeeming power, and then, after that, have faith in each other, which is extremely important, but then he says, and in ourselves, and in our capacity to do good and great things, that is a much better definition of self-efficacy than any psychologist ever gave this is what faith in the lord and his atonement can bring to us it can bring us hope in the future that our future will be bright not like i was seeing in the ukraine a number of years ago where they were losing faith in the future they were losing hope because partly because their faith in god had been i think weakened during those many years of uh communism and Also, because of the events that continually bore down upon them from oppressive regimes. So, Lord, increase our faith in one another and in ourselves, in our capacity to do good and great things. That is my hope. That is my prayer. I hope we can all do that. I hope you'll share this with somebody if you think they need a little more hope in their life. Thanks, and we'll see you again.